Welcome to Game Set episode 132. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today. Whatever day you're watching this or listening to this episode, we appreciate the absolute hell out of you. Uh, so this is going to be one of those weeks where we have no idea if Zach's going to be here. If he does, cool. If he's not, I guess I'll see him next week. But we got John here as usual. John, how are you? I'm doing good. I was I lost it just I know. right before we were going. I was going to tell you what that was. My, my, I was I was going to go over to my parents tomorrow, like I was telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And my my mom had just texted like, "Hey, we're eating at one. Uh, burgers and hot dogs at one." My brother replied with an American flag. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to spend Memorial Day. Just some burgers and hot dogs. I don't know how I'm going to spend mine yet. I guess I'll find out tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, uh, happy Memorial Day weekend to everyone. If you're out celebrating, make sure to stay safe. Have a great time, of course. Uh, hopefully, you got a three-day weekend. Hopefully, you're enjoying it uh, in whatever capacity, going somewhere, going down on the lake, or just kicking back, playing some games, or whatever the case is. Uh, for today's episode, of course, we have that PlayStation 5 showcase. This was rumored to be like the big one, so we're going to dive into that and see if it actually was or not. Going to chat some more Zelda. I've been playing a lot of it. John got it. John's been playing. He got it from me, so he's been playing it. So yeah, I'm curious I, his thoughts. I, I got I to I know because I didn't ask you. What was your reaction when I just called you the day that it came in? So Because I, I know I called you, and as soon as I mentioned it, you lost it. <laughs> yeah, because I was excited. I was just like, oh, man, he's actually interested. Holy shit. That's not what I would have expected out of you. Because I can only imagine you, you probably looked at your phone what John call me for? That, that is correct. It's just like, what the hell is John calling me for? You only call me for certain things. So it's like, when I see you calling me, I, I was immediately like, okay, this could be Zelda. This could be the Zelda call. So yeah, chatting about Zelda. Uh, I'm going to be briefly touching on some stuff coming out of The Last of Us and some news involving that. And then we have a bunch of stuff in the weekly wrap-up that we'll go over and react to. Uh, of course, first and foremost, make sure to follow the podcast wherever you're listening to it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Sparky3. Drop a like on the live stream. We'd appreciate that extra support. Uh, as well as go over to Rogue Energy with the referral link down below. Pick up some Rogue. We recommend basically everything. It's all delicious. Uh, join the Discord to come chat with us. And, of course, go over to Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey. Uh, we have the best jerseys on the website I by meant, far. I meant to wear mine. I had it set now to put on. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other day when we did Anime and Plus, Zach you know, was plugging for me because, uh, you know, uh, that sounds wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, so Zach was uh, doing all, all the shout outs and stuff, and uh, he shout out the Anime and Plus. He's like, the Anime and Plus is the best one on the website, and we don't even have it yet. I'm like, that's a good point. We have not bought that jersey yet, but we need to because it is awesome. Uh, but yeah, definitely use the referral link down below for Agent Inc. We'd appreciate that support, absolutely. Um, can't think of anything else. Uh, one little shout out here is if this stream, if you're watching this live, if the stream randomly goes down, I apologize. OBS crashed. <laughs> We've been having some problems. Hopefully it won't crash. If it does crash, we'll be back up here in, in just a few, a few minutes. So it's all good. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, it's irrelevant to you. I'll just mash it all together like we uh, like I did with Animan Plus. Because Animan Plus uh, did crash midway. <laughs> Unfortunate is what it is. So, yeah, uh, PlayStation 5 Showcase. Uh, before we actually... I, so, I actually have the whole, the whole list here for us, okay? Entire list. I even detailed some of the games for us. Uh, so, before we even dive into this list, without giving full thoughts, I'm curious. What would you give this as a letter grade? Oh, a letter grade. Yes. Right off the bat. Let's go and establish this now. For me personally, I'm floating between B minus and C plus. Okay. Because that's around the where I'm at. I'm I'm I would call it I would call it 
okay but underwhelming. Yeah, that's that's my mindset as well. Um, it's like what we expected to be there was there, but it, right. it there was nothing necessarily exciting. Yes, I agree. Or nothing that was exciting that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree 100%. Um, because like if I was strictly just writing the hype of you know, Spider-Man, it would be like an A++++++, but I got to be realistic and say, okay, the whole showcase is not an A++++. I mean, I mean, even then it's hard, it's hard for even like one game to turn a showcase into an A++++ when it's 10% of the showcase. Yeah, true, true. Uh, All right, so let's, let's, let's look at this showcase. Let's, uh, let me ask you, was there some new announcements that caught your eye? Because there's one out of all these announcements, there's one in particular that I was so interested on your thoughts on. If you were interested in this, and that is the return of Marathon PvP extraction shooter. I know you love extractions, maybe not necessarily shooters, but you love extractions. Marathon Bungie is this one that that you were interested in? Because you were, I thought of you first when it was, that came out. It's one of those where. I was looking at it and it sounds it sounds exciting. I I would like to be excited for it. Yeah. I want I want to know more. I agree. I'm I'm in I'm I've kind of this year in particular I'm I've kind of hit a point where I'm I'm less excited to or I'm less willing to get excited about something without knowing a little bit more about it. Cuz I've jumped on early on a bunch of stuff in the last year and been disappointed more often than not yeah no I feel but that. but it, it is one that i will keep an eye on okay it, I, it, it, I i signed up for the email uh newsletter whatever you know to stay up to date on it because i i am curious you know i this i mean there were this is this was bungie's roots you know what i mean this is bungie before halo was the marathon trilogy so the fact that it's coming back is super interesting uh, so the showcase led off with a new game called fair games by haven studio competitive multiplayer heist game I got to say, I thought it was pretty interesting that was the lead off of the show. I get it's Haven, but I still thought that was interesting. It was, yeah. It, I, it's one of those where I would look, I look at it and it's like, it could be something that they're, they're hoping picks up steam. So they put it on as the opener. Yeah. Because otherwise you got to drop it in the middle and just kind of, it's going to get washed away uh, with some, some, some stuff that's in there that's going to be probably exciting. Yeah, but not noteworthy, exciting. Right. So th- I I see this as something that they're hoping pe- like people latch onto. I feel like that's how they're feeling about probably a lot of these. <laughs> Is that they hope people latch onto it. Uh, shout out to Hell Divers too. That uh, that getting announced. Um, second Hell Divers. Very yeah. That was a pretty interesting and that was a that was a funny you know start to a trailer. I uh, got another look at Immortals of Avium, which that's one that's still on my radar. I don't know what the fuck is happening in that game. It's just a first-person spellcasting it look, war going on, man. I will. Say, here's what I'll say after watching, like seeing seeing this uh, larger trailer and gameplay and stuff that they showed for it. it. For me personally, it sounds better than it looks. Okay, I can. I, okay, okay, I can. I can feel that. The idea sounds better in my head. Like, yeah. From from the description of it, I it's not exactly what I was picturing. It it looks. I mean, it looks good. It's just not not what I had or would envision in my head when I like when you just 
put those descriptors out. Right. But, I mean, it looks good. It just might be one of those where not not necessarily my taste for the game, but could be a, a surprise for me because I've been some... Hell, most games I thought weren't going to be my thing this year have turned out to be my thing. Shout out to Oolong. <laughs> no, Immortals is one that's been on my radar uh, since uh, we got the big uh, trailer for it like uh, two months ago. Yeah, uh, that's I, one that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I I will I will be excited to kind of see see more stuff on it, and it'll be one like when the game comes out, I'll definitely like keep an eye on because it's like I said, it doesn't look like necessarily w- something I would I would like be excited to play, but that could change the moment it comes out and I start looking at it. Cause that's, that's been the way of a few games this year. And it also may help you where you may be interested just cause of when it comes out that mid July range, we have really nothing scheduled. Yeah. I mean, if you're still like, if you're, if you end up completely falling in love with Final Fantasy 16 at the end of June, that may carry you over in July pretty well. But if you're mid July, you got nothing yeah. going on. Immortals. Of Avian, I, maybe I do have, I have a perfect example of a game, but I'm, I'm going to save it uh, for a little bit later okay. of, of one that like, not excited for, not excited for, not excited for. It comes out, I see stuff on it, and I go, I want to play it. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, look at those luscious locks there. Yeah, man, uh, the lo- the luscious locks are clean at the moment. Did yard work today, so I had to take a nice, uh, nice long hot shower, and my hair is currently clean, so it's very soft, and it's very difficult to put up in any form or fashion whenever it's uh, clean and soft. Yep. It's going to be... It's going to be me in a year. Yeah, you'll get there. I'm getting back. <laughs> getting back. I understand why you cut it off, but I'm, look, I'm, glad, you're, I'm glad you're growing it back. It, a, look, it looked so good on you, bro. It's a, the, the one thing when you cut it off, everyone's going to ask you why. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, shout out to Steven's chat. Uh, then we also had Ghost Runners 2 announced, uh, so shout out to that. Uh, and then this is probably one of the bigger ones that a lot of people are talking about. I've seen the, the most chatter besides Spider-Man, of course. I've seen the most chatter out of this. Phantom Blade uh, by S Game Studio. Uh, some information I've got here for you. It's a 30 to 40 hour story, semi-open world map, multiplayer mechanics, roguelike elements, wealth of in-game side content. The general premises seems to be a guy where like the whole trailer setups, like if you only had like 60 days to live, whatever, how would you spend it? And it's like, I don't know. This is one that caught a lot of people's eye. I have a major problem with this game. Okay, let's hear it. We didn't get even a small hint at a release time. Now, that is true. And that makes me think this game doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, they, there was a lot of gameplay. They confirmed there was a lot of gameplay. Well, there was a lot of stuff that they showed, which yeah. looked good. But as we've learned over the years, that could all be stuff that they spent all of the time developing that for this trailer. Right. And that it's like that's the thing. It looks really good. I understand why every it caught everyone's eye. But at the same time I look at it and I'm like, eh, it looks it looks too good for us to not even get like a twenty twenty four yeah on it. Literally nothing. It's on like it. we got nothing on it. No no like Demo shadow drop, no 2023. We didn't get anything relating to a release date, which that's my one concern. And that's fair. That's a very valid point, honestly. Um, you know, because, like, the fact that we can't even get, like, a 2024 general window, eh, that is a little concerning. But then again, one thing that I noticed with multiple titles here is, like, I, I don't think Sony's going to put them in a box of a release date, because even Spider-Man didn't get one. 
they it's still sticking to their guns of fall 2023. Yeah, but I mean that that makes sense because I mean realistically, there's a good shot that we get a a 20 minute Spider Man showcase. Yeah, in, true. In two months. Yeah. I will say with that uh, release window of uh, fall 2023, whatever, for some reason that tells me it's not going to be September, and I think it's going to be more like November. I mean, that would honestly, that makes more sense. Yeah. Like, if if it was going to be September, I feel like you would have hammered that home, you know, this week. You know what I mean? Uh, So the fact they didn't uh, tells me it could be November. Uh, anyway, uh, next up we had uh, Sword of the Sea, made by Giant Squid Studio. This by the developers that's done like the Pathless and Journey. Uh, so Man, they've got a style for a game. They do. And they, like, they just stick with it, they, bro. They, they just got do a it. style. People seem to love it, and they're like, "We'll do it slightly differently." Yes. Like we got, we got, we're, we got a little bit of a twist on it. Yep. So I mean, I mean, hats off to them. People, people love those like kind of abstract games. Yeah, they do. The path, Pathless and Journey especially are very. You know, like, held in like a high regard. Yeah, because I mean, hell, when Journey came out, it was like people were calling it damn near a masterpiece, and I was like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't play it, but I watched, I watched some stuff on it. I was like, okay, after I watched a playthrough of it, I was like, I can see where people are coming from. Yeah, yeah. But it's th- those abstract kind of games. I mean, they've they nail them. I will, I will say that they they nail the atmosphere in them. Yeah, 100%. Um, Talos Principle 2 was also announced for this year. Uh, Neva, from the creators of Gus, uh, that's coming out next year. Which one was that? Uh, that was... It was a very artistic style of game involving... There was, like I think... Uh, God, what uh, was you it? weren't ready for the question. I wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, the thing is, though, I can picture the game art style in my head. I just can't picture anything else beyond it because it didn't catch my eyes. Like, oh, I'm interested in that. But I can see the freaking trailer in my head where it's got like some woman and some animals. And she's. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, there you okay. go. There you go. <laughs> see, I, I had it I in couldn't, my head. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember which one it was. Uh, then we also had Cat Quest, Pirates of Peribian. Shout out to that. I can. Sure. And then this one I thought was hilarious, in my opinion. We had Foam Stars being developed by Square Enix coming to PS5 and PS4, which I thought that was pretty interesting. This is basically Splatoon. Yeah, I mean... 100%. It's Splatoon. Even even the character designs, it's like, we're going to take Splatoon characters and just make them not like squids. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Not like squids. I mean, it's bad. you can't. That's, what, I mean, that's, yeah. that's all I thought of when I saw the characters. I, I, it came on screen, and I was like, "This looks like Splatoon for some reason." Yes, yes, but yeah. Uh, I, I thought, I, th- I thought that was an interesting announcement, especially since Square's the one who's doing it. Square, man, they, they, they put their, they just push their money in all sorts of titles. They don't give a shit if Square something succeeds. Will do whatever. It, if, if someone has an idea, they're like, "Yeah, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll back you." Yeah, <laughs> why not? You know, fuck it. Uh, we got another look at the Plucky Squire, which that's still a game that I'm actually really excited for. That game just looks fun. It looks stupid. I'm here for it. Like, you know, that, shout out to Devolver Digital on that one. Like, that one just looks like a fun game. Uh, got a look at Teardown as well. And then the next one was probably, the, I would say, the second biggest announcement, obviously, from this whole thing, Spider-Man still being one. But finally got the confirmed uh news of the remake of metal gear solid snake eater which they have renamed a metal gear solid delta 
Snake Eater, the full remake of that, and then also the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, which is a port up of the of one, two, and three. Uh, which I think this is the first time, like at least the first one for sure, has been ported up since I think PS3. I think I think they've yeah. been trapped on PS3. They've been they've been trapped there forever. Which it is. I will say it is interesting that they've they've gone for a port up because I feel I feel like with uh, Metal Gear, I I feel like people were hoping more for a remaster or like not a remake announcement. <clears throat> Mm. or at least a remaster, but just a straight port up. I mean, great for people that still want to play those games or they want easier access to them, but it's one of those... I'm, I've never been a big Metal Gear guy, but I feel like I feel like the, the remake was where people were kind of hoping it was going to go towards. Yeah, especially to the level that they're doing with Snake Eater. Yeah. Um, I will say I've never been a Metal Gear guy. I've played like two hours of five, and that's it. Uh, but I do plan to pick this up because it, I have more of an of an like an I have an I have an attachment to it because like the Metal Gear franchise, especially this one in particular, Snake Eater, was like my uncle's favorite games in the freaking world. He's obvi- he's obviously no longer with us, uh, so I definitely want to get these games and actually give them a legitimate shot because of how much he loved them and talked about them. So I will be picking this up and playing it for the first time ever. So that, that'll be exciting. Steve also says when they remaster Metal Gear Solid 2, let me know. Well, Steve, let me ask you a question, because I have a thought on this, because I think, I think like the, the Metal Gear games, they are all out of order of timeline order, right? Isn't Snake Eater like the first chronological game of the franchise? And then it kind of goes from there because that could be a way they go with remakes or remasters is kind of going that direction. I have no idea. I just know they're out of order, but I don't know which one's the first game I, I don't, in terms of uh, in terms of years and stuff. I have no clue. So maybe you can tell me. But that's something to think about. I, I, could, I could see multiple of these being remade over time. It was a great trailer, though. It was. <laughs> like the lead in to, the lead in with like the snake and the crocodile and that. Yeah. And then coming back to the. In like just going into the woods and that, yep. and, and Snake just appearing. It was yep. like, okay, all right, yep, <laughs> all right. It's like not necessarily a big fan of the franchise, but you got the best trailer so far. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That trailer was sick, man. Uh, next up, we had a game called Towers of Aghasba. I think I pronounced it right. Probably didn't, uh, but that's a thing. Uh, another look at Final Fantasy 16, which at this point is just like. People are tired of seeing it. They just want a demo because the demo's coming. We got more views on the Kaiju battles, which was cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, the demo's on the way. The demo's going to be like apparently like two hours. So that's not bad. Yeah. It's like, I mean, at this point, I'm just waiting on the game to come out. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, that that is a pickup for me. Uh, That weekend that it comes out, uh, I unfortunately will not be here for the show. Uh, So I'm looking forward to hearing you guys talk talk about it. But I am going to be getting the game. I feel like that one is... For some reason, I'm excited for a Final Fantasy game. Never been excited for a Final Fantasy game in my life. I, do you think it's just because they switched up the formula for this? Maybe it might be. It might just be because of the way the, the way the combat and the art style looked. Uh, apparently, when it, when it initially it, apparently came it's out. like a devil may cry. Yeah, I mean it. It looked it <laughs> yeah. looked kind of like it, right? Because I remember like when the initial like trailer in that showed off, where they had some of the combat shown off, mm-hmm. like. I I was coming off. I believe I was coming off of like playing Tales of Arise, and I was looking. I was like, that looks like fucking fun. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Steve says Snake Eater is set in 1964. So yeah, that is the earliest game then I believe. 
Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. So, I mean, if that's if that is the case and it is the earliest game, I mean, hey, they could be remaking a man, you know, in chronological order. That's a possibility. So maybe you will get two eventually whenever two takes place. I have no idea when. Uh, then uh, another look at Alan Wake 2. Um, you know, a couple of things on this that just kind of came out. You know, psychological survival horror. Can be played without playing the first game. Uh, two playable protags, Alan Wake and Saga Anderson. Uh, their stories can be played in any order. Uh, several handcrafted locations, Bright Falls, Calden Lake, and The Dark Place. Uh, but here's an interesting thing, though. No physical release. Uh, so Remedy said they're not doing a physical release so they can keep it at the $60 price point for console, $50 price point for PC. Basically saying if they did physical, it had to bump up to like 70 bucks. But then also, I think it was THQ Nordic, I think is who it was, chimed in and said, yo, we will front to make physical copies for you. Just let us know. We'll front that. And like the way that Remedy kind of presented it is that, you know, they, they're just in the boat that physical media is dying and they don't really want to do physical media anymore, which there's a couple things about this. Number one, that's very concerning where I feel like maybe this is the first drop, the rock dropped in the pond of more things to come, like notable titles where you where we may see notable titles. Alan Wake 2 is notable, in my opinion. Just be digital only, which is concerning for someone like me. I know you don't give a well, shit. Well, it's like I've... Yeah, I'm of that point of the opinion. You're, you're of all digital. there, but I don't like the idea of no yes. physical copies because there are people that are always going to want them. And physical, yep. it's like non-physical copies does not. It's like digital copies and digital only media caters more to someone like me, like where I have, I have like whatever console I want to play it on at this point available to me with plenty of hard drive space available to me on said consoles or PC and that. And especially with like the size of games and everything yeah, nowadays yeah. with, and that like digital only media, if you don't have a fast internet connection as well, you're not going to be able to play that game when these games are coming out with 70 to 120 gig downloads you're not going to be able to play that game on a slow internet connection. Yeah, you're gonna have to start the day download. Or two. You're gonna have to start the download the night, it, the day it comes out, and you'll be lucky to play it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I remember when I had slow internet, yeah, I you, would start a da- I would that, start yeah, like a thirty. You had, to, you had to plan your downloads. I would start a download when I left for work in the morning, and then when I, it's like, and then I would come home at lunch to make sure that the console didn't shut off and go into power save mode. And then it <laughs> might finish the download by the time I got home. And if not, I would just have to stop it because other people would need to use the internet. And then I would just start it overnight. So it's like, granted, fast, it's like fast internet speeds are readily available in most areas, but there are still plenty of places where they are not available. Yeah. So while, while I am a big supporter of always having digital versions of games or like digital deluxe editions, I'm a big fan of those. We're not at a point yet where we can fully abandon physical media. I agree. And th- and that's why this is such an upsetting thing to see happen. And then, like, it was funny because then people were, like, counterpointing them where they were using, like, Europe, for example. And they were using, like, multiple titles that had recently come out in Europe. And, like, physical and, like, digital sales are either split 50-50 or physical outsold it, including Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 physical outsold digital over in Europe. 
And like they they named like four or five titles. It's like examples of like these are the cells like let's say in Europe like where physical media is still a powerhouse, and you want to abandon it. I don't know. Like when I saw that, I got very upset. I got very upset because like you know just just to, just to finally give you guys the middle finger. I wanted to play this game. Say so at least I played something of Alan Wake, but like you know no physical version, bro. That kills me. But hey, maybe THQ Nordic will come in clutch. They're wanting to. They're willing to yeah. do it. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of those where I, I give you a hard time I know. for fun, <laughs> but at the same time, I I have no I have no ill will to, towards anybody that likes having physical editions of games. It's like some games I like having yeah. a case for, but I I don't want a large collection of cases. I do. See, that's where me and you differ. I like having my shelf of everything. I love it. it makes well, see, me that's the thing. It's like I I did away with my shelf a long time ago. Yeah, I know you did. Did you just like box up all the games that you had physical? Like they just boxed no, up I, somewhere. Th- it's like the uh no, because well they were, uh, but I recently went through and pulled out like games that I would potentially want to play that I still had the physical edition for, and I have those out by my consoles okay. for for if I want to play them. Fair enough. Well, we also got the release date for Alan Wake, October seventeenth. So uh, you know, it'll come out. Maybe have a physical release. We'll see. We'll see if there's enough backlash from that where it'll actually happen. It might be one of those where even even after the fact, they may go, fine, fuck, you guys are killing us. We'll make one now. Yeah, but it's going to be $70. Just for a heads up. At this point, I don't think people would care if the game's $70. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just view it like a really just lazy reasoning. Like, I understand you want to keep the game cheaper, but, like, you know, $70 is like an understood thing at this point. I feel like no one would really care, and they would get yeah. it at 70 Also, I, I could be wrong here, but is this not also like a niche game? It is, but it's very popular. Yeah, I know. It's like, But it's, it's one of these where it's like, if you're going to put your foot down and try to fight for it, it's like, why are you doing this one? Yeah, It's I like, know. if you're going to do the popular game, that's like, it's, it's kind of a, it, it's a n- kind of niche genre game that is a little more popular mm-hmm. it's like come on man pick 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 your battles yeah i know uh next thing we had was assassin's creed mirage with its release date of october 12th john they're finally Ooh. releasing it Give the fuck. <laughs> back to roots back to the roots though. i mean here's here's the pro okay here's one thing i will say from watching this trailer <laughs> for how long we've had to hear about this game I thought it would look better. Oh no! <laughs> it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look what you fan- would expect. It doesn't look outstanding, which is what I would expect for a game that's been in- been cooking for this long. It doesn't look like it. Let's say as good as Valhalla. Yeah, it's like your other games where you spent half the time working on look better. Yeah, it's like granted, yeah, you're going back to your roots. You're going back to your assassin style on that, which I mean. It it may it, I don't know it may have been the the video that I watched on it but it it didn't look the smoothest mm-hmm. like moving around still that could just be the way those games it, I could be misremembering how those games actually felt but when you're having to do like the parkouring and that and in like jumping between the beams and that it it when I was watching I was like yeah that looks like clunky old Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> it's it's like not not like looks wise but like the way it the way that it seemed like people were moving around in that I was like that's how I remember Assassin's Creed looking. <laughs> yeah, true, true. 
Uh, next thing that we had announced was uh, Revenant Hill. Uh, this is be the uh, Night in the Woods devs. And I do want to throw in a comment on this because my, my girlfriend is, is a massive Night in the Woods fan. And if you do not know about the story of what happened to the creator of Night in the Woods and stuff, I won't dive into it on the show. I just say go read it for yourself. It's a very unfortunate case. Uh, the, the, develop, the original creator is just no longer with us is the, the TLDR that I'll put here. Um, so whenever she, she immediately did some digging on this game, like as soon as I showed her, she's just like, I don't know how to feel about that because of the situation that happened. So for anyone that is aware of the situation, let's say they haven't done any digging on it. This is strictly like the development team that worked with the original creator on night in the woods that are just kind of wanting to make a new game, like, you know, in his honor sort of thing. And they have made it very clear to studios and to anyone else. We will not be doing a night in the woods too because he is no longer here and no longer here to, you know, continue his vision. So I wanted to throw that out there because, like, you know, again, I, she's a massive Night in the Woods fan, and I know of the story because of just what she's told me, what happened to the developer and everything. So if you're a fan of this game and you didn't look into it either, maybe you can rest a little bit easier with this game and support it because it is the dev team that worked with him originally completely making this game in, like, honor of him. So shout out to that. Uh, next up, we have Grand Blue Fantasy Relink coming out in winter of this year. Another look at Street Fighter VI coming out in like a couple weeks. Uh, Ultros coming out next year. Perfect World. Uh, next up, Tower of Fantasy. And then Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, finally, a look at it. It was like announced via like a t-shirt, but now we actually got the announcement. This was probably the biggest surprise for me. I didn't think we were going to see anything Dragon's Dogma 2 till the end of the year. Right. But, I mean, looks great, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, didn't couldn't, couldn't really say anything bad about it. It looks great. No, it actually did. And, like, you know, diving into it more, single-player narrative-driven action RPG fantasy universe built on the RE engine, uh, features the latest in graphics, AI and physics technology, new monsters and races, create a character and choose a vocation, warrior, mage, and archer, AI pawn system returns, Feel as if uh, accompanied by other players with your selected party of pawns. And then darkness is back. The world is pitch black when exploring that requiring land to enemies are also stronger. Uh, and then the trailer itself just looked really good, too. And that's coming from someone who was, never even played Dragon's Dogma. I just knew about it. Looked cool. Yeah. Never got into it. I think I, pl I played a couple hours of it. Yeah. And just never really gave it a shot. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I mean, the new trailer looked great. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2, late 2023. Uh, we have some PSVR 2 stuff, including Resident Evil 4 VR. You want to play that with me, John? You want to you wanna play Resident Evil 4 VR? Yeah, sure. Get the VR. All right, bet. I'll go get it tomorrow. Arizona Sunshine yeah. 2. So I, I just may not answer some messages from me for a while. <laughs> hey, John, got the VR. You want to play Resident <laughs> Evil? <laughs> Two days later. Hey, John, I got the VR. You want to play Resident Evil? Three days later. John doesn't show up to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Arizona Sunshine 2 coming out later this year. Crossfire Sierra Squad, Synapse, and Beat Saber. A shout out to Beat Saber coming to v play PlayStation VR 2. That's expected. Uh, but, uh, you know, that is a, uh, a looks like a phenomenal game for everything I've seen. It's very well reviewed and everything. And then, as we already mentioned earlier, Marathon, uh, Bungie uh, is reviving their starting title. It is a PvP extraction shooter. Trailer, like we already chatted about. Trailer looked good. Just want to see more on it. Uh, and then we did have a brief trailer for Destiny 2, the final shape, with the return of Cade 6. 
So I hit up Jacob about this because Jacob is still an active yeah. Destiny player. I didn't, I didn't really watch this part of the, the showcase. Yeah. I saw like Destiny start come up. I was like, okay. And then I tuned back in and I saw K-6. I was like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I hit him up and I asked him, I was like, is this something that was like seen coming? Because I haven't played the expansion since K died. And, um, you know, or do you think this probably just happened because maybe they're going in a direction to like kind of like retire, you know, Zavala because Lance Reddick passed away, of course. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, there was literally no indication this was going to happen. And he, Jacob's like, personally, I hate it because it feels like his, his death was completely meaningless. You know, I understand the, you know, wanting to bring him back just because it's like, you know, you maybe you don't want to recast, you know, um, Zavala or whatever because of Lance Reddick passing away. I know, I know he still had some lines recorded that will still be used, but I, I feel like it, they probably just want to retire, you know, him. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I guess bring back Kate in whatever form they're going to bring back. I mean, Kate's cool. Glad he's coming back, I guess. But at the same time, I'm also not glad he's coming back, yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's yeah, weird. But yeah. Uh, next up, game called uh, Concord uh, by Firewalk and PlayStation Studios coming out next year for PS5 and PC. Uh, and then we had a movie trailer for Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo movie trailer. Skipped over that. Yep. Uh, and then coming up, wrapping things up, <laughs> had two quick announcements. And then, of course, we had 10 minutes of gameplay of Spider-Man. So the first one was that handheld device that's been rumored and chatted about and leaked called Project Q, the remote play device with dual sense control. It's like got an looks, eight-inch screen. It's like it looks fucking weird. And it, it only has a rumor of three to four hours of battery life. And I'm willing to bet you right now it's going to be like 250 bucks. <laughs> this thing looks awkward. Looks stupid. <laughs> It it's basically you have like, it's like they took the 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 DualSense Five, took it and ha put it in, like took it in half, and then just put a eight inch screen in the middle of it. Yes, that's exactly what it looks and like. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. This it's not even like all meshed together well, you know, well where it's like you can see it being a handheld device. It's literally the way you explained it. Yeah, I mean, it it's like they just took yes. it. Yes, it's like we're gonna take the handle portion of it, move it out. And screen. Yep. <laughs> it looks so stupid, bro. And like I said, only the rumored like three to four hours of battery life. And I promise you this thing is going to be like 200 to $300. I'll tell you right now, if this thing is $150, I'm going to hate it. <laughs> but I'm going to buy it. <laughs> you know, I'm with you, man. I was telling the lady, I was like, look, if this thing's like a hundred bucks, I'm buying it. If this thing is like a hundred <laughs> to 150 bucks, I'm buying it. I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to be happy about it, but I'm going to buy agree. it. I <laughs> agree. I'm, I'm right there with because you. Because you know how nice it would be to lay in my bed and pull this thing out. <laughs> and play God of War or something. <laughs> play Marvel Spider-Man 2. Play, like, play uh, Spider-Man. It's like, play like, Final Fantasy 16 or something when it's that you know how nice that would be to do. Steve also said it looks like it looks like quote video game system with 250 games that you get from the Chinese flea market. Fucking facts, dude. <laughs> you know what this thing? You know what this thing looks like? If you took a Wii U and sh and just made it where that it was two handles <laughs> instead of just holding on to the side of a brick. True. <laughs> Oh, jeez. This thing looks so stupid. <laughs> Here's the thing. It looks dumb. This thing's going to fucking sell. I know it is. 
purely it's like it's not an it's not an actual handheld it's just yeah. a streaming device but you know how you know how many people are going to buy it just so they can like if especially because if you can remote play like i'm playing pick this up and it just syncs exactly where i was at to it if it can do that this thing's going to sell like fucking crazy i know just for people when they go to the bathroom <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh my god! If that's it, true. If, if it works like that, this is going to be the greatest streaming gaming thing we've ever had. <laughs> but it's going to be dumb. Yeah, in the middle of an FPS game. Oh, gotta take a shit. Let me grab my Project Q. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I hope it's at a friendly price point. I do too. If I it, really if do. If this thing is above two hundred dollars, it's it's. Like nobody's gonna buy it. Yeah, no, it's it's not if, gonna. If sell it's a hundred, I feel like a hundred and fifty is reasonable. I do too. Because a hundred and fifty is the price is basically the price of buying like the DualSense Edge. That's true. Yeah. Or or like an Xbox Elite controller. You buy, you spend that money on it, and you you get a streaming device. You can go like you can walk around and play with. That seems fair. Anything more than that, and it it gets a bit much. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. Now, if you tell me that I can get a dub while taking a dump, we may have a conversation. I mean, that's what this basically is, man. <laughs> Especially if it's like what John said. Basically, look, it's like this. If this thing can go between whatever you're doing real time to that device real time, similar to pulling a switch out of a dock. That's what I was imagining. Yeah, then this thing's going to be great. If it works like that, this thing is awesome. If it doesn't work like that. And there's like thing, a startup and yeah, shit. Then, it, then it's terrible. Yeah. If if like you have to turn it on, if, like if you turn it on when you're in the middle of it, and it's like, do you want to? It's like, do you want to take control? Yes. Then it's awesome. Yes, but if you gotta like set it up, sync it, all that bullshit, this thing sucks. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep. We're gonna keep our eye on. It. That's the bottom line here. I'm keeping an open <laughs> mind because if it's reasonable, I'm gonna buy it. I mean, I am too. I've already. I, I, like I said, I told my girlfriends like, look, if this thing's like a hundred bucks, hundred. I'm buying it. It's stupid, but I'm buying it at least for that price. I'm not going higher. But watch, it's going to be like right at 200. I, it's going to be 200, I think, to 300. That's what I think it's going to be, which I think is stupid. That's, it's like at that price point, I'm not getting it. Hey, maybe maybe that could be like a Black Friday thing where it goes down to 150. That'd be stupid. Could be a thing, though. Be likely. Uh, then the other quick announcement is uh, PlayStation earbuds. So shout out to that. Um, I hate that I'm interested in these. John, no. You know, the funny thing is, whenever it's I not, saw... It's not even that I like the way they look or like the way they... You just they, like uh, earbuds. I do just like earbuds. As soon as I saw them, and, I thought that. I was like, oh, John's going to want these. And I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. I knew it. I knew it. I'm curious how, how well they would work. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you would want these. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They had a cool case, too. All right, calm down, man. <laughs> All right, next up, of course, Spider-Man 2, the big one. Uh, we kicked off with a nice like CG trailer for Craven, revealing that he is, of course, in the game, which I don't know if that was just leaked or if, the, if Insomniac said he was. Obviously, the name's been floated. I want to say Insomniac may have just told people, yeah, he's in the game, but we just hadn't seen him yet. So we got to finally see him, see his look for the game, look sick. Uh, and then they hit us with a 10-minute with a uh, gameplay trailer, which looked incredible. From the looks of it, from when it picks up, is probably right around when Peter gets the black symbiote suit, based on, like, Miles' reaction. It was like, hey, man, new threads, you know? Yeah. like well, that's, also, that's also, like, yeah. I mean, that's basically where it looks. Yeah. Like, that's at least where, like, this gameplay and everything picked up from, which... 
is interesting because or I'm I'm liking the way it's looking because you I don't know if well, we didn't quite get this the feeling of if it was the suit or something else that is but Peter is aggressive. Yes. So that that'll be that'll be uh fun to explore. Yeah, I can't wait to explore that story arc of the the symbiote. You know, whenever it came to the black suit not being in the first game, Insomniac said it's literally because they wanted to give that suit its proper due for a story, not just throw it into a game. And that's like the big focus of this game, obviously. You know, Venom was the original reveal of the game. Um, the symbiote suit is going to be the the major focus of this. And even you know, the interesting thing that I know I noticed immediately. Uh, because I thought of Spider-Man 3, and I thought of some stuff in comics and stuff uh, whenever this was said. is like, Peter is obviously different, as he should be. The symbiote suit corrupts him. You know, obviously, we know this. Uh, he's more aggressive, whatever. But it still feels like he's there, because whenever Lizard is rampaging, I, Peter made the comment, he's the only one that can help. And as we've seen in, like, Spider-Man 3, Peter brought that symbiote to Dr. Connors in the movie. And it's the same thing in, like, some comic stuff. Uh, Dr. Connors has been kind of involved in some capacity. So th- that tell that's going to be interesting to explore where there's going to be those two different Peters, you know, kind of battling. Yeah. And then also just the relationship with Miles and how mm-hmm. else then, you know, this is going to continue to be explored. Yeah, because with the symbiote suit and everything, combat for Peter is a lot, looks a lot different. Uh, Reminds a, me of uh, Venom from Ultimate Spider-Man yeah. back in the day. It's a lot of, lot of different, like... Moves, attacks, and like being able to grab onto multiple enemies because That's of the way cool. the suit works, That's which, so which cool. look cool. Uh, and then uh, Miles is a wizard. <laughs> you talking about the flying? Well, the flying, the wing, the wing, the well, uh, web wings. Well, they both they both had that. Yeah, the boy. Yeah, they both had web. Wings. They both had that. No, I'm so glad it's that's like in the game. That and uh, the like elect shooting electricity oh, at people yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, Miles is just a wizard. Yeah, and d- disguising as a, a neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> I, I I cannot stress enough how happy I am the web wings uh, made it into the game. When you 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 could find them in the first game in one of the backpacks and Peter made the comment. He's like, oh yeah, I never could make these, you know, I could never could get these to work. Maybe I should yeah. try again. They, it's so seem- I'm glad they made it because that, that yeah. looks so cool. Yeah, and it, it seems to be, it seems like it's going to be a heavy emphasis of part of the, like the traveling around as yeah. well. Yeah. Because um, that was the only annoying thing in the first game is if you got to somewhere where there weren't high buildings and stuff, when you got into kind of like the lower areas, Traversal was a little more difficult. Yeah. So being able to like just kind of glide around is gonna would be nice. And Insomniac made a comment on that that um, that became a, an an option and a thing all literally just because of uh, PS5 utilizing SSD, uh, which makes sense. Yeah. Or the NVMe, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like the being able to load everything faster. Yeah. Um. So overall, like you know, the, there was the instant switch between Peter and Miles, which that's super cool. New abilities across the board and also new locations. Cause like, as you saw from the map, when they're loading in and with Craven and his team, it loaded up beyond the normal area that we've come to know of New York. Like we're going to be able to confirm for Brooklyn, Queens, East river and more. So there's new locations for us, which is cool. We can actually go over the water now. Too. Yes. We can actually go over the water. Uh, we can actually go to the other side. So that's cool. Um, I do, I do like how it kind of, you know, went through and just immediately highlighted a bunch of characters that are in the city. Cause I also noticed that it highlighted Prowler, even though I think he's like arrested right now based on, I think what happened in miles, uh, black cat, who's currently MIA 
I did not rewatch this part, the Craven part. I rewatched the gameplay like three times. I don't know if they had Yuri on there because Yuri's, I, Yuri's story is going to take a, a a dive. So I'm looking yeah. forward to how Yuri's yeah, story is going to be involved. I meant to go back and actually watch that portion of it to see who all showed up because I only yep. ca- I only caught a brief couple clips of it. Yeah. And uh, like I said, this is confirmed for, you know, still fall for this year, no release date, which I feel like, you know, again, if, if it was going to be September, I feel like you would have hammered that home. Uh, this, you know, this showcase that tells me it may be November. Uh, but I mean, like, like the, like the amount of gameplay that we got in the gameplay itself, like, dude, this whole thing is like 10 out of 10. Like, I'm so pumped up for Spider-Man 2 right now. I'm, I'm so ready for this game. I don't think it'll be better in Tears of the Kingdom for me, but it's going to be damn good of a game. I'll play it. I know you will. I'll play it. Again. Excitement level. I've only got like games still projected to come out this year. I only have one that's up here. And it's because it cannot disappoint because it's been an early access for almost three years. <laughs> Dark and darker. No, that's uh Baldur's Gate three. Oh yeah, true. True. Twice that's still projected to come out this year. Okay. That's what, August or September? Yeah, August. Okay. That's fair. Did you did you ever play Miles, Miles Morales? Uh, I've started it. I never beat it. Oh, okay, but it, it's, it's on my beat. it's on my list of stuff to do. It's just a couple hours. Yeah, it, it's it's a quick beat. You can get it done in probably a single day off. Honestly, yeah, it's it's one that I I haven't done, but I have. I think I have it installed because I I had the plan to go through it soon. Now, uh, Sony and I think Insomniac did also say that here very soon they're going to be announcing like pre-order stuff for it and everything like that. So all that information is going to come out soon. And uh, I'm going to be hopping on that quick. Like I, I want to get whatever special edition they've got. Cause I didn't get shit for the original game. Like, I think I, I think for the original game, I was so broke at the time. I think I had to go to GameStop and trade in like five games just for me to be able to get the, you know, the base copy. So I, I do wish I could yeah, have got some. I think when the, cause that came out, that came out when I was, uh, still living with you, yeah. and I, th- I think, because I don't think you got it as soon as it came out. No, nope. because I was like halfway through beating it when yep. you started playing. I know, which is so weird for me, right? This, the diehard <laughs> Spider-Man fan it wasn't even able to get the game day one. You know, it's unfortunate, but uh, yeah, whatever, whatever special edition stuff they've got, I'm, I'm snagging. I'm very now. If they hit me with a PlayStation, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I don't think they'll hit you with a PlayStation. They did. They did with the first game. That's why I'm concerned. I don't know. If... Well, <coughs> there was a Spider-Man PS4, so that's why I'm concerned. Like, you know, do, I, I was going to. I hope they go the route they did with Final Fantasy and just give just me, do a bundle. Just give me the plates. Just give me the face plates. Let me just change it out. Don't make me buy a whole new fucking console when the only decorative piece can be popped off. Yeah. They... <laughs> Because they're doing, yeah, because they're doing a, a like a, a Final Fantasy 16 PlayStation bundle, but it's just the base console with the uh, the game. And it's like, okay, well, that's cool, but give me something, give me something cool, give me that Final Fantasy 16 controller that Japan's getting. Oh my god, I know <laughs> that controller looks so sick. I saw some photos of it recently out in the wild in Japan, of course, uh, and it just looks so awesome. God, I don't want. Maybe one day I'll come to us, but probably not. Probably not. No. We would have already got the announcement. Yeah, I know. Uh, but overall, though, the showcase, I thought was honestly 
I thought it was kind of kind of mid. I mean, I think that C minus, C plus, whatever yeah. is a good range. It's like there were a couple games I didn't I didn't shout them out where you were going through because I couldn't remember the names of them. I'd have yeah. to go back and watch the showcase again. There were a couple like two D, like two D kind yeah, of like yeah. adventure games or like uh like kind of Souls like games stuff like that. Those look cool. They caught my eye, but not enough for me to be like. They were they were more of just those look interesting. Yeah. So. And the interesting thing, though, is a lot of insiders have said that Sony held back with the showcase. So I thought that was kind of an interesting comment. Yeah. I mean, it could just be something where they're like, we'll do, we'll, we'll do another showcase in a couple months or something. Which would be a shocker. But <laughs> considering the last one they did was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. I mean, I would, ho- would kind of hope that they do, would do another one at least like at some point this year. I don't even care if it's about because now we know what's coming out soonish. Yeah, we know we know what's what's going on for this year and maybe leading into some of next year. Yeah, yeah. Where's our showcase for like all the cool shit we know you got going on that we're not seeing until twenty twenty five? Right. It's like show us that because you show you, us Wolverine. Show you, us more. It's of like that. you announced stuff like two years ago. Like Wolverine and stuff like that. Yeah, been a year or two since you announced that stuff. Just give us a trailer. Yeah, give something. us something. You know, like give us a trailer with a rough release date or like a release a rough release year. Even if you put like twenty twenty six question mark or like in parentheses, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, I feel dude. like more companies should do that. People get kick out of that. At least we'd go. Okay, we know it might come out then. I would enjoy that. It's like I would prefer that than you show me a release, like a trailer for a game, and it's like we're gonna make this. It's like okay, well we know you have, we know you don't have a name for the game. We know you don't, you haven't started working on it. You don't have a development team. You don't even have money for it. Why are you showing it to me? Yeah. That's just like the norm now, though. I know. I fucking, like, it, it fucking, I, I've I said before, it. I fucking hate it. I hate it too, man. Like, I love cases like Nintendo Directs where, like, most of the time, like, whatever they show you is coming out within six yeah, months. At least Nintendo is, it's like they're guilty of it, but they're rarely guilty of it. Yeah. And usually, if they're guilty of it, it's because something went horribly wrong. True. That is it. Prime it, Ford. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it's either Prime Ford or, like, I don't know what happened with Bayonetta 3, but it was just like... Platinum. That was Platinum at one point. They're just like, yeah, we're just waiting on them to tell us we could release the game. We've been done for a while. Yeah, I know. Nintendo's weird about that. They love putting games in their back pocket. I mean, apparently the Prime Remaster's been done for like two years, and then it finally came out. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, they'll people will be waiting on it. it's it's like platinum was sitting there going, you know, you know, it's been five years, right? Yeah. Nintendo like, goes, oh, you're right. We should probably release that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Steve said like Diablo four uh, with theirs coming sometime in the future before we got the release date for it. True. I like the stuff like that. Just like what John said, just put the year and then print yeah, it. Probably. Like, it's like because in your board meetings or something, you're telling them a date. Yeah. You're you're going. You, even if it's just 2020, it's like we're aiming for 2025. Put 2026, because then if you put it in 2025, you look better. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain mindsets, man. 
Uh, but yeah, overall showcase, it was okay. Spider Man obviously took away yeah. with it. There were some it, cool announcements, like but it, couple, it, it didn't blow us away. It's like a couple highlights. Yeah, uh, it's like there was a couple cool things in there, but overall, kind of, it yeah. it was kind of just okay. All right, well, let's uh, let's chat some Zelda. How how you been enjoying Zelda? You you actually got through a couple temples, which was impressive. A temple. Oh, you haven't finished the second one. Never mind. No, I have gotten distracted. Okay. Uh, I noticed you haven't been online for a few days. Yeah, uh, no, I've been I've been playing some some of the Celasta DLC that came out, and then I've been playing a lot of I've been playing a lot of Across the Obelisk. I'm still fucking hooked on that game. Uh but yeah, now I'm somewhere around 20 hours into Zelda, roughly around where you were when you talked about it. That's uh, impressive, though. Uh, it, it's probably a little less than that. It's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 mm. because the last I checked was 12, and I know I've played some since then. Uh, here, I'm going to lead off with... Because I didn't say... I haven't talked to you hardly at all. No. I've just messaged no. you a few brief things. Yep. Because uh, I, was, I was like, he wanted a few pieces of information. I've asked you some questions and stuff, but... This game is still not my style. It's not the style of Zelda game that I still prefer. Fair I enough. still prefer the old tradition, like the like older style, like uh, games from like Nintendo sixty four GameCube. More stuff compact like that. world. More. I, I prefer the more compact world where you have more defined objectives that you're moving towards instead of open you can go you could go do this temple way over here and go into this area if you want to but if you do that you're playing a souls game <laughs> true cuz i mean honestly until until i had like four four or five or yeah somewhere around like five hearts everything in the game one shots you yep which is fucking infuriating <laughs> yep you you're going to get hit with a lot of game overs and you just got to yeah. learn to dodge and get good i guess but yeah i i will say i prefer the more compact world uh games still i i do enjoy open world type games for the most part i i i've been in this trend where i haven't liked them recently true i've been enjoying this one for the most part this is not my favorite zelda game of all time but I understand why this is everybody's favorite Zelda game of all time. Yeah. Uh, because this game, like you said, it lets you do whatever the fuck you want, however the fuck you want to do it. Yeah. And I, that's one of the biggest things I love about it. Uh, uh, my my single biggest complaint with this game is the same problem that I had with Breath of the Wild. I fucking hate the weapon breaking system. Oh, my God. The durability system it is... It pisses me the off. The durability system is ass. It pisses me off. I fucking hate it. I, I and I understand that yes, once you, once you work your way up into the higher tier enemies and that your weapons last a long time, especially when you're fusing them together with the high tier components. I understand they last a long time. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh So, it's like that I'm like the early portion is particularly brutal with it. Your weapons last like th you you get a new weapon and it lasts long enough to kill one and a half enemies. Yeah. Which which was pissing me off. It's like the fusing is cool. It's like I do I I kind of enjoy the fusing, but it does kind of become a thing where you're like, I every time I get this this weapon, I'm gonna fuse this to it, mm. or or like the higher tiered version. Did you make a skateboard yet? 
Uh, I, I probably have one. I don't okay. know. I I live underground. Oh, so you got down to the depths. I live underground. The these depths days. is so cool, dude. I, like, I've been spending a lot of time in the depths recently. I just like. I'm I'm not. I don't play this game fast either. I'm very slow at everything that I do. Like I'm down in the depths. I've, I, uh, because I went down to the depths, and then I made my way over to where you get auto build. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, oh, it, they're the, you do the like little boss fight and that, and then they go away. And it's like, okay, well, we need to go get them at like the south facility or something. I started going that way. I haven't made it over there yet because mm-hmm. I just keep running. Every time I see a, a like one of the routes down there, I start heading towards whichever one I see first. Yeah. So it's like my path down there is just like a fucking zigzag line right. because whichever one I see, I'm like, that's my direction now. And uh, I've just been exploring around, uh, but yeah, I've spent I've spent a decent amount of time underground. It's just I don't know. It's fun. It's fun down there. It is fun. It is very fun. It's I fun. Love the depths. It's fun. It's creepy. I like it. That's my favorite part of the game, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it's like I've been in, I've been enjoying the depths more than anything else so far. Uh, but yeah, I I've done I've done the Wind Temple. Good uh, temple. Good boss. Uh, I mean, I texted you about it. Man, it's like that That temple is very simple, but it made me feel stupid because I kept looking at the path that I needed to go to get the final, uh, like, little unlock to basically yeah, yeah. summon the boss. I kept, I was staring at it for like an hour, but I'm running around the ship because I'm like, yeah, of course I went that way. And I didn't go that way. <laughs> I passed by it six times and just assumed I went that way already. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall temple. I mean, it's not too complicated. It's a fucking long way to get to it. Oh, I God, loved it though. God damn, it took forever to get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it took a. Okay. Here's the thing. The path to get there was really cool. Yeah. It took way too long. <laughs> that is still probably the longest one. I would say the shortest is the Goron one. Um, the, the as soon as I go back up to the t- to the surface world, I'm going. I'm going to that temple. Fire Temple looks so cool. Yeah, it's like as soon as I make my way back to the surface, which I'm probably going to do some of that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as soon as I make my way back to the surface, basically until I just run out of arrows. Yeah. Uh, and but so I like for shooting the uh, what are the bright blooms. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I run out of arrows, I'll go back to the surface. Yeah. Um, Wind Temple is still my favorite from the game. Uh, my second favorite, even though it was pretty easy. I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the puzzles that were in there, and I really liked the boss fight. Lightning Temple would be my second favorite. I fucking hate shrines, by the way. I love the shrines I in this game. I fucking hate shrines. I love them. I'm, I'm dumb. <laughs> you can just do it however you want. What? No, no. There's There are shrines, Alex. You know which one made, made me the most mad? Mm. It's a shrine. There's a... There, there's a three block tall, four block wide, and like rectangular structure, and then there's one that's incomplete and has three pieces that are weirdly shaped, and you have to fit it in there to make it right. It's a child puzzle. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It yeah. took me twenty minutes. <laughs> John. <laughs> oh my god. I am. It's like it's little things like that where I'm like. 
I'm I'm looking at it and it's like it it's like the problem is oh I when I find the solution I'm like oh I just had to rotate this thing like like one turn and I'm yeah. done. But I'm sitting there and I'm just staring at it like this just doesn't work. <laughs> this is a this is a fuck up in the game development. Those are the shrines that I those are shrines <laughs> that are pissing me off because it's like simple shit and I'm sitting there and, and I'm like. I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this these child puzzles are really stumping me right now. <laughs> I love the puzzles, dude. But it's like some st- it's like some of them are, you know, shrines I really like. Hmm. It's the ones that you walk into and you get the thing and you get the thing. You don't yeah, have to do Raru, anything. Raru's blessing. Yeah, yeah. It's like those. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, some of the shrines are okay. It's like they're just. It's better than the Sheikah ones, in my opinion. I don't I don't know what those were like, but these are. It's like these shrines. It. It's like, it's a lot of the same stuff, but so far I haven't had to do the exact same thing twice. See, that that's why I didn't like the Sheikah Shrines, because like with the abilities in the first game, it was just copy and paste for the most part. There, okay. In this one, you can do what you like, whatever the correct way is, you can do a, a dumb way to do it. I will say, I do appreciate some of the shrines where you go into it and it's the challenge shrines where they take away everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The proving ones. It's like the proving ones. And then it's like you get in there and it's like, okay, here is what you have to work with. Go beat it. Because one of those is when I text you and I just, I, yeah, yeah. I text Alex and I'm like, <laughs> Uh, because I like walk in and there's one enemy and there's these two little like robot cart things that you can put spikes on. So I just put attached spikes to them and they just seek out enemies. And I was like, I text Alex. I was like something along the lines of I'm standing, I'm hiding outside of a, outside of a doorway while my two spiked Roombas clear out a room very slowly. (laughs) That's true. And I was just like, what is, what is this game? (laughs) Because I didn't do anything in that room. I know that there was like, there's other like little robots you can make and put like fire and shit yeah, on yeah. them and, do, and put cannon stuff. I was content. <laughs> I just let my little Roombas do their thing. Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it all was, matters. It took a while. But it worked. Because they'd knock them off a ledge and then, the, yeah. and then the little robots get a little, they get a little dumb right, about right. pathing. So they just go in circles for a bit. But yeah, I mean, they cleared it out, but. But yeah, it's like some of the, some of the shrine stuff. It's like the shrines more than anything. It's like they're not. I wouldn't call them fun, but they're not. It's like if because if I see one, I'm like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go do the shrine. It's like it's it's not gonna be a joy to do, but I'll do it. Right. Uh, it's kind of just like one of those things where I'm like, well, if I'm play the game, I have to do the shrine, so mm-hmm. I might as well do the shrine whenever I see it. I went on a I went on a brief uh, streak where I would just hit shrines for the teleportation point and leave. I and couldn't make myself do that. Because I did I've, that I'd, for a while. I never wanted to go back. I, I did that for a while because I was like mentally busy with something going around the world. I was busy on a project, and uh, I've I've since gone back and was like hitting shrine after shrine after shrine, just racking up orbs. Do you understand my problem now? I do, because I I'm I'm like objective found going that way and there's a shrine over there and then i see a shrine there from there and there's a tower i need to go hit and then while i'm in the tower there's an island over there i can fly to that i haven't been to yet oh hey it's one of the challenge islands let's go do that yeah and yeah that's that's my life i I go from point to point to point to point and i end up halfway across the map from where i wanted to be Mm -hmm. uh so i get nothing accomplished 
I, I will say I want I do want to add on something since the last time I talked about the game a couple weeks ago is one thing that I continue to find that I just love about this game and Breath of the Wild did it too, you know, but Breath of the Wild was very in your face about it. Like as the game was coming out, they were saying, yeah, if you just want to get a stick off the Great Plateau and immediately go beeline to the castle and fight Ganon, you fucking can. This one is not as subtle. Like it's not as in your face about it. And it's more subtle where there's so many aspects of the game that you can do immediately, but they just don't tell you like last time. Like for, so my one question I did have is, can you go fight Ganondorf right off the bat? Basically, yes. Once you get your paraglider, you can go straight to Ganondorf if you know where he is. Uh, and then here's the thing that I thought was funny. So I know I told you about this, but I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast. There was I was flying around, and I went to an area that looked super cool, super mysterious and shit. As soon as I got there, I couldn't fucking see. It was pure fog, like thick-ass yeah, fog. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Okay. Could not see. Took me like two, three minutes to get off the freaking island. Here's the funny thing I've now come to find out about that. That's a very like important late game main story thing. And here's the thing. If I would have somehow navigated my ass through that fog, and if I would have had enough hearts to push open a door, I could have initiated that story right then and there. Like, and that blows me away that it's just like, that's so cool that that part of the game I could have done right then and there. Like, because it, it gives you something. I'm trying to avoid spoilers on that because I've noticed the internet has definitely avoided spoilers on that as well, being respectful. But, like, the thing that it gives you is technically supposed to be an in-game thing, but you got, you can get it right off the bat. It can be your first one if you want it to get. Uh, so I thought that was so cool when I found out, yeah, you can you can do that literally at the very beginning if you wanted to. If I and the, the, the hilarious part about it to me as well with the island I landed on, there's a large stretch of islands, right? One stretch of it is called one name. The final part is a different name. The final one is the one I landed on. <laughs> like the final island of this large stretch, the key island is the one that I landed on like before I even beat the freaking wind temple, the first temple of the game for me. And it's like if I, if I would have just navigated my happy little ass through there, one, I could have just got a shrine real quick to teleport back up. And two, if I would have had enough hearts to push open another door, I could have initiated a quest line like right off the bat that's supposed to be an in-game fucking thing. So that's just a, an, a, an absolutely fascinating aspect of uh, the game development for this. It's just like you can literally just do whatever you want. And I think that's so fucking cool. You know one thing about this game? I fucking hate this guy. The sky is uh, lackluster from all the hype they got up to. The depths are cool as fuck, but the I sky fucking, is like I so, fucking so. hate this guy because you gotta you gotta like fucking go. You gotta shoot yourself up in the air, and then yeah. you gotta try to fly over. You gotta try to paraglide your happy ass over somewhere, or you gotta build a fucking plane. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> build a fucking plane, so I'm trying to glide everywhere and climb yeah, my yeah. happy ass up, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, there are some islands that are so far away where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to need like a... The thing is, like, even if you have like a shit ton of battery cells, whatever, it's like the the gliding thing that you can build a plane on with like, you know, with a steering wheel and shit, like it's going to end up tapping out at some point before you even get there. So it's like, there are some islands that I look at, I'm like, how the fuck do you get there? Because they're far off and they're high. So I'm just like, how do you get there? I do not know. I still see that all the time. There are some that I've still definitely not been to because I don't know how to get to it. I don't know. I've seen people build multi-stage rockets. Yeah, I could do that. So you just like you just build that and you strike to the moon, baby. Yep. 
Just go as high as the game will let you go. Yeah. And you can get to anywhere you want to as long as you got enough stamina food. Yeah, true, true. No, I mean, I, th- this is all I've been playing. I, you know, I had family in town recently, so I was busy hanging out with them. But any champs I got, I got some free time. This is all I've been doing. Um, yeah. It, it, I love it. It's it's amazing. I've I've been enjoying it. Uh, I, I will say some of the tedious parts of the game it have been uh, one. Um, I don't know if they just expect you to have done a lot more exploring. I feel like I did a decent amount of exploring because I ran around for about 10 hours before I went to the Wind Temple. Right. And then I went and beat the Wind Temple and then did a couple more hours of exploring. And then made my way over to, to the Goron uh, place to try to go do the Fire Temple. But you needed the Fire Resistance. So I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just buy the Fire Resistance armor real quick. That way I don't have to worry about having food the whole time. It's fucking expensive. Expensive right. if you ain't been exploring. No, it is. Yeah. No, shit racks up, dude. So that that was that was frustrating. What version of the game are you playing on? <laughs> Not one point one point two. <laughs> I was curious if you were gonna ask if I was doing that. Yes, I am using the duping. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm not duping like a bunch of crazy shit. I'm. I'm duping diamonds. Yep. Duping I, a shit ton of diamonds. Are I've, you just doing the paraglide one? What's that? Are you doing the paraglide yeah. one? Yeah. It's like the I B- was just, B-Y, whatever. Basically, I was just duping diamonds so that I ha- I had as much money as I could possibly want. Yep. Everything. <laughs> it's like a few diamonds, a few like materials, and I'm like, that's that's all I need. It's like yeah. I don't need anything crazy. I'm not going through like trying to duplicate everything to 999 i don't want to do that i don't want to i want to set the time and try to duplicate weapons and shit i'm not worried about that right like that stuff will come i'll come across stuff i've been able to make my way through so far with my shitty weapons i'll just take 10 minutes to fight stuff there are some rare materials that i also have been duping like i've been duping the dragon parts i don't want to i don't want to do the dragon parts (laughs) over and over again i've seen a dragon I've been on all of the dragons. Um, I've, I've I've seen a couple of them. Scared the shit out of me when I saw one in the depths for the first time. Yeah, you text me that. Yeah, when I found out they go to the depths, I thought that was so fucking cool. I was underground, and I'm like working my way to one of the roots, yeah. and then a shadow starts passing over me. I'm like, the fuck is up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that they go to the depths. And honestly, it makes sense, because like, uh, I don't remember... Where like Nydra or Dinral spawns in breath, but I know Farash spawns out of a fucking like uh, one of the lakes up in the for- the Farren region. So like in theory, he could have been down in the depths and he's coming up. I don't know, uh, uh, Dinral or whatever you yeah, said. Yeah, Dinral. Ah, uh, it's the only motherfucker I seem to to take a picture of <laughs> because he's the one I took a picture of in the depths. And then when I uh, I was down there for a while, made my way back up, and I was going to the Goron place. I'm, like, climbing a mountain. Uh, like, we're just traveling through the mountains yeah, and yeah. stuff. I round the corner, and he's, like, coming straight at me, and I'm like, this will make a good picture. So my pictures that I've been taking for the dragons is that you is I've been getting up on their nose and taking a selfie where Link's like, oh, look, look where I am. That's, that's the pictures I've been taking of them. <laughs> But yeah, overall, I mean, I've been having a decent time. Uh, Like I said, it's been 
like if you kind of just go all over the place i also don't have the like the combat experience or exploration knowledge from breath of the wild yeah yeah so it's very different from what i'm used to playing uh and it's it's i think the the initial path i went on i just started going out fucking enemies were hard where i was at oh yeah so i just turned around and went back (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's like, fair. It's like I'll come back here later. I mean, I've done that plenty of times. Like whenever I went to the the water temple, um, I I definitely had to turn water temple. I tried to make my first temple uh, just because I wanted to go to the Zora the Zora area, uh, and yeah, I was getting destroyed uh, once we got up in the sky, destroyed. And I'm just like, I'm gonna come back. We'll go to we'll go to the Rito Village after all, <laughs> which obviously I don't regret. The ability that you get from uh, Tulin is fantastic uh, for traversals. I don't regret that in the slightest, but. Also weird shit all over the map because there was yeah, yeah I was out just exploring and running around and then I sent you that picture and I was of of I'm just like I crest this hill and it's just a giant block structure out in the water. Yep. I just I just text a picture to Alex like the fuck is that? <laughs> a maze. <laughs> I just completed one maze early. I completed the maze that's in the sky over in the uh, Gerudo area. You got like basically wherever a maze is, you also have a maze up in the sky. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't know how to get up sky. Yeah. I didn't know how to get up there, so then I got distracted. Uh I did learn something nice. I I I think it worked the, this way on a, a different one that I tried, because up in the sky, like some of the shrines and that, like you'll you'll see where a shrine is supposed to be and you it'll be like, go find my crystal. Yeah, yeah. Uh one of I did one of them, and then I just left. Or it's like I, I was doing one, and then I got annoyed because I dropped the crystal, uh, and it, it fucked off. True, fair. So I was like, I'm not even going to look and see if it's back. Uh, and then I, I did a different one, uh, and it was actually... It, that it I enjoyed it a little bit more because I had to, like, jump over, and there was a giant dome thing in the sky that had yeah, like yeah, a, little, yeah. l- a little spring launcher on yep. it. I had to launch myself over there. I had to do it a couple times because I kept dropping the spring or I kept dropping the crystal. Mm-hmm. So it respawned back over there. So I'm fucking hoping that the other crystal that I dropped is over there because otherwise the bitch might be in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it probably did respawn. You I, probably didn't, did. I didn't go look. I was You're like, probably good. I was like, I am, because n- I jumped down to go look for it. And I was like, I am not going back up there. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. There are definitely times where I fuck something up like that. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we're gonna do this later. I don't want to fuck with this right now. Yeah, I was like, I was already frustrated trying to deal with this thing because I was way down low and I had to, I had to fucking rocket myself up yeah. and rocket over. And I was like, if it's not there, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be mad. Yeah. Uh, I haven't decided when I'm gonna go fight Ganondorf. I kind of want to go like start the fight and then just reload you know i just want to see what it's like where he's at because you can't get to where he's at except one entrance like I, I've, I've i've looked i've gone down in the depths and i've looked so i'm oh, I, in the depths yeah i assume so but i wasn't sure yeah he's in the depths and you can only get to him like underneath hyrule castle obviously i don't feel like that's a spoiler considering like the beginning of the game they're under fucking hyrule castle like just use common sense i don't know where the fuck i am right now um i'm way south so i i do kind of want to go down in the depths where hyrule castle is just because I, I already briefly looked online like 
if I go down there, is he just there? Or do I have to go through some stuff? I do have to go through some stuff. So I just kind of want to go see what it's like. I, I don't know if I may start the fight and then just reload because I don't want to beat the game yet. Um, but I do kind of want to go down there and check it out uh, just to see what's going on. Um, but I, I don't know when I'll actually beat it, though. I, I've been kind of getting the itch to go fight him. Um, I will say one thing whenever uh, whenever you get whenever you actually want to. Um, the Hylian Shield is super easy to get. And you, I've looked up how yeah, to get it. And yeah. you can get it anytime. Like yeah, it, it, it doesn't, I, I it, doesn't it doesn't scale like Breath of the Wild. It's automatically just like max defense that it is. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, so I was, it's I was, super easy. It was one of those it's one of those things when I go back to the surface I'm gonna go get. Yeah. No, it's super easy. Um and you can just honestly go into Hyrule Castle and nothing triggers because there's a there is a boss fight in the Sanctum where you fought Calamity Gan in the first game, but is it doesn't trigger until the quest. So you can just go into the sanctum and stuff. And dude, speaking of that, I thought that was really interesting about the game as well. Um, that that boss fight up in the sanctum for that quest where you have to go up there, you can dip the fuck out if you want. I thought that was so funny. I didn't know you could do that. I just read it online where that that boss fight uh, fighting all like the um, um, the the gloom stuff that you're fighting. I'm not gonna say what you're fighting just to try to avoid the spoiler there. Um, but like it gets overwhelming. Like there is a lot. And, like, you can manage it. You can get through it. You know, you have your spirits with you, and you can make it work, whatever. But, like, straight up, if you're just like, all right, yeah, fuck this, you can straight up just leave, like, and just not finish it. But if you do that, it will fuck you It will fuck you over in the final fight of the game. But I did think that was interesting, that you can straight up say, oh, yep, peace out, I'm out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so like, that, I don't want to fucking do this. I'll yeah. deal with y'all later. <laughs> I thought that was so funny that that was an option that you could do there. Because, I mean, obviously all the other boss fights, like you're in the temple, you got to do the fight, you know? But, like, for that one, like, you can straight up say, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I also found out, and you'll find this out too, as you're in the depths and you've completed one temple, uh, you'll find the bosses in the depths. That That flying thing, you will find him in the depths. I'll tell you exactly where he is too. He's over in the, the southwest of the depths in the Gerudo area. He's just flying around. Dude, when I saw him, I shit my pants. I was so scared. I didn't know what it was because it was pitch-ass black, and I'm just riding Farage. Like, I was riding Farage for like five minutes because you can ride him down into the depths. and I'm just chilling. Like, oh, man, this is a great way just to go through the depths, whatever, having a great time. And I look over, and in the pitch black, I see something, like, spinning around. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I zoom in on it. I'm like, oh, that's the boss from the Wind Temple. Holy shit. So, yeah, you can battle. And I have I, found other bosses since. But, yeah, you can you can bat- rebattle them down in the depths. So, shout out to that. All right. <laughs> so, have fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't really encountered... I haven't encountered too much in the depths. I'm just kind of running around. I, you know, I jump. I, I get down there, and I know you, they got, like, little depot stations where you build yeah, your cars yeah. or something. I just jump on a horse and go. Yeah. Uh, you can find so much down there without ever initiating a quest line because there's, like, there's quests for, like, all of um, the different pieces of, like, gear that would normally be for, like, amiibos and stuff. They're They're pretty much all in the depths. For the most part, there's some that's in the overworld, and you can just stumble upon them. I stumbled upon multiple pieces. Yeah, I've, I've, like I said, for me, the most part in the depths is just I, I go down and I look around and I'm like, I'm like root, going that way. Yeah, let's just light this bitch up. Yep. No, the game, the game is honestly phenomenal, and also to give kudos to that, they've sold 10 million copies in three days yeah. of release, which is unbelievable. 
yeah the game the game is good even for someone like me who it's not like it's not a game that i was excited for it's not a game it's not a game like like alex you have like i mean last i looked you had like 60 fucking hours in it i'm at like 80 now yeah I'm not going to get that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get that far. Well, I'll tell you right now. It. I'm not getting that far. Right. Uh, it's like I'm enjoying the game for, for what it has to offer to me right now. Yeah. Which, like, all the building mechanics and everything that you can do, like, all like with, the, uh, like, having the batteries, upgrade and everything, making crazy shit. Not for me. It's like I'm most I'm doing is I'm making me a very simple, like, car to or like yeah basically a very simple cart that i'll throw a fan or something on or like put a steering thing on and i'll just go for a little while yeah just kind of it's like i just use it it as a a thing to get from point to point i don't care about if it's anything crazy i'm not worried about it (laughs) right it's like i'm not building like complex uh but yeah, I'm just I'm just enjoying it. I'm 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 playing it for whatever enjoyment I can get out of it. And and as soon as that stops is when I'll be done with it. Fair enough. It's like when I when I stop enjoying going around or I stop like if it starts feeling like a chore, then uh that's when I'll stop. Fair enough, fair enough. Man, we are like an hour and thirty into this show. We've been gone at this point I'm just gonna change the thumbnail and just take off the last of us portion <laughs> of it. I mean, we'll still touch on it, obviously, but I'm just going to take it off as, like, a talking point. <laughs> I'll change the title of the episode and everything. Uh, you, did you have some shit that you wanted to chat about? Uh, yeah, I mean, just some not for very long. A couple things I was going to mention. Because uh, something else that I've been playing for the uh, past week, or, like, sporadically, because, like, me and, a, me and my friends that I normally play with, we, we'll hop on a play. We, we picked up a game called Plate Up. Uh, it's, it's basically like overcooked as a roguelite. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, like you can pick or basically what it is, is you pick a restaurant layout and you pick whatever your, whatever your main course is going to be for the restaurant. And, uh, and then like you try to make it 15 days and every couple days, like, you get new modifiers where it can be like you can modify if the rest like if it's the restaurant's going to be formal or casual which and then you can get like you can decorate it based off that and based on the decorations you get different bonuses like i think the formal if if you max out the formal bonuses then like the guests won't make up won't make messes in the like in the dining area mm-hmm. which is nice uh and then it's like you can but uh, after every day, you get like little envelopes with different, different stuff like counters or, like counters, tables, stuff like that. And there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a way to upgrade them in that. It's it's basically just like a fun little roguelite, overcooked style game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's enjoyable. It's like, uh, but yeah, it's like so we've been we've been playing that some. It's fun. It, it's it's kind of just a like a fun game. We'll do a run or two, and then we're like, all right, let's take a break, play something else. It's it's a nice game to break up the, like whatever else we've been playing. Uh, and then today I started playing it yesterday, and then kind of dove into it more today. Uh, the newest DLC for Celasta has come out. Uh, 
Palace of Ice, which is a continuation of the main campaign that takes you from, or takes you to level, the max level you can get to is 16 in this, which the max level in the previous, or in the, in the campaign of the base game is 12, and you can import saves uh, from the main campaign into this and play with your existing characters and all the gear that you had for them. Uh, or alternatively, you can create new characters or like you can create a new save file in there. And if you do that, it'll raise all of your characters to level 10. And then there's chests at the, like the first thing you do when you interact with your characters is you inter like you interact with a chest. So if you bring new characters in, you won't be going in with like just completely basic items. You get some like magical equipment, which is nice. Uh, but I've been playing it. It's been fun. They also had a big balance patch for like the base game and DLC adds in like two new races. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot of fun. I went back to, I went back to uh, one of my more recent parties that I played with and I've been having fun with it. Nice. So it's, it's been fun. If you like, I mean, anybody that likes Celasta, it's a fun pickup. Yeah, it just, yeah. con it continues on the, Continues on with the uh, the campaign from kind of where it ended off. Uh, and there's like a brief little, here's what happened previously, uh, like at the beginning of it. So it is it is very enjoyable. I have found some crazy weapons. <laughs> nice, nice. It's like some of them, I, some of them I'm not using, cause, but some of them I'm like, I wasn't planning on having this play style or like doing this very much, but here we are for, for, <laughs> for when it happens, I will use this a hundred percent. Yeah. I will be there and I will be ready. But yeah, it's uh, I've been having a blast with it. I love Celasta. Uh, it's like, I've played it. It's like, I've, I've played through the, the main campaign of it like a bunch of times. Mm hmm. Uh, so getting, it's like getting to go back and import the files from, uh, some of my previous parties has been fun because I've had some very strong parties and I've had some very interesting parties because mm -hmm. you can, you can, it's like once you, once you understand how the game works and the systems and know, know what's coming, you can, you can play with just about anything yeah. and make it work. So that's part of the fun I had with it. So now I'm. I went back to the party that I'm taking through is one of the stronger parties that I made because I was kind of of the opinion. I'm like, if I'm going to go into something where I'm completely blind, let's, let's take, let's take my good party. Right. Or like at least my most balanced party. Mm -hmm. So fair enough. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And then, uh, I will say, I know, uh, I know he's not here, but, uh, Zach has, uh, he's dove into, Across the obelisk that I've mentioned a few <laughs> times playing. He's been playing it. Is he playing it like nonstop? I I mean he's been playing it a decent amount. Yeah. Because uh, 'cause I'd see him hop on. He'd hop he was he was kind of alternating between Omega Strikers and it. Yeah, yeah. Uh and from what he's been telling me, he plays like a psycho. <laughs> Cause he was he was telling me about like uh how he plays. Cause he the way that game works is you have a you have a fifteen card starting deck, and then you have materials and you can craft cards. And I don't know if there's a limit to the deck size you can have, mm -hmm. but the way that me and my buddy play the game is we play with like 
the maximum amount of cards that I've ever had in a deck. Like the largest deck I've ever had is 25. And that it's like, even that I was like, I need to cut this. I need to scale this back. And fucking Zach was playing with like forties. Oh my God. He was playing a different game than I was. <laughs> it sounds like it. What is he doing? No, he, it's like, he was like, he was saying he's, he's playing like draft format. Cause after every combat encounter you get offered, like after every node you go to that has a combat encounter, you get a card reward. Mm-hmm. So he was playing his own format where he has to accept it. Or it's like he has to accept a card. <laughs> I like how that he made his own game in the game. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. But yeah. I think he, I think he said he, he, uh, he, he completed a run now. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> this dude. But yeah, it's like that's that's kind of all I had was a couple. Wanted to mention a couple brief things that I had been up to. Gotcha. All right. Well, we will quickly hit the Last of Us stuff, and at this point, I'll just take it out of the title and thumbnail. It's all good. Um, since we're an hour and a half in, you know, gonna try to wrap the show up here soon. Um, so it involves that uh, that factions multiplayer. You know, it was supposed to be the big, like one of the big cap offs at Summer Game Fest, and of course, it got leaked early. You know, we we all saw how fucking yeah. awkward that <laughs> that entire closed presentation was. Uh, Jason Schreier of Bloomberg reported out that Sony has basically slowed development and scaled it back and moved dev to other projects. The game's not canceled, but it's being completely reevaluated. Claims that it's a shit show. But then, like, ev- like Naughty Dog and Naughty Dog, like, devs have all put in, like, their own, like, statements and chimed in. It's just, like, the game is fine. The game's going great. People are saying, it's like, just let us cook, man. We're cooking in the kitchen. Leave us alone. Some people was like, oh, it smells great in the kitchen. Just, like, saying shit like that, like, disputing and everything. But then it's just, like, the thing is that I keep seeing that I think is so interesting about this drama is, like, I don't think anyone really asked for this. Like everyone just wants to know when p- part three is happening. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no, no one asked for this. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those things where like, like when when Last of Us came out initially, it had that multiplayer yeah, thing did. to it, and it was one of those things where like nobody asked for it, but some it people was, played it. But it was good. Yeah. So it's like people enjoyed it, and they're like, "All right, doing the multiplayer thing again." It's like, but it's it's standalone game. It's yeah, huge. It, yeah, it's like we're we're doing that thing. Every it's like people seem to like it. It, it was received really yeah. well. All right, let's do it. And then it's like, well, how long are you going to work on that? <laughs> Basically, because it's it's a thing of like it's, <laughs> Sony's impatient right now. It's probably Sony looking at it because everybody. It's like the reception for people are like, yeah, it's great that you that you're working on that. We like that you're doing what you wanted to work on. When's part three? Yeah, that's and all people we'll give a shit it's about. like Sony's sitting there and they're just like, yo. That's a good question. When yeah. is part three? Sony's like, yo, man, I know y'all are enjoying yourself. Part three. Yeah. When? <laughs> it's like, I know you want to you want to, you want to spend the time. You want to do it right. Yep. But come on, man. We, you got to work with me. I know. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, like I said, that's the general reception online is everyone's just like, yeah, we didn't ask for this. It's cool and all, but, you know, we want part three. That's what we want. Yeah. And that's what's, that's what's so funny about it. Uh, you know, I'm glad that apparently it's going well according to the devs and stuff, but it's just like, you know, there's other things people want out of it. But I don't know. I thought the back and forth was pretty funny because, like, Jason Trier's report comes out and then literally Naughty Dog put out their statement about it. 
also pretty much delaying the game, saying that they need more time to work on it. Then you, I saw a bunch of comments from game devs where it's like, let us cook. It's like, what we're cooking in the kitchen smells good and shit like that. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll see if the game is actually going to be worth the shit one day. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a great game that some people will play. That's the, probably the best way to put it. I, it's Naughty Dog. It's not going to be yeah. a bad game. It's going to be a great game, but you're right. Only some people play it. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a game that's gonna take over the world. Yeah, it's, it's not like, gonna win a game of the it's year. It's like they're gonna be. It's like there's gonna be a, a smaller group of people that that is gonna be the game that they play, and they're so excited that it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you ready to hit the week, weekly wrap up? Yeah. All right. So I do want to qu- shout out the few things from our break week. So Mortal Kombat One was officially revealed, and what Zach I think predicted on the show ends up being the story. Yep. Where it's like they basically reset the universe with whoever as a god or whoever. It was, I don't remember. Yeah, it was Liu Kang yeah. as the new, like, he basically, he took Raiden's position, basically. Yeah. So, shout out to that. Uh, apparently, Overwatch 2 is a complete shit show. I wish, I kind of wish we would have been able to do an episode last week because I would have loved to talk about this in detail. But, like, the fact that Overwatch 2 the thing that made Overwatch 2, Overwatch 2 all got canceled is just hilarious to me. Because now it's literally just Overwatch with a fresh coat of paint, some new characters, some new... It's literally Overwatch. Like, everything that was supposed to make it Overwatch 2 no longer happened. All the PvP, all the PvE stuff, not happening. All of the uh, individual hero, like, skill trees and everything that you could have, not happening. The stuff that made it to is not happening. What a shit show this game has been. Yeah. I completely... Here's the thing. It sucks. Yeah. I completely understand why they've made the decision. It's like, because why would they continue to work on it when they know at the end of the day 10% of people are going to play that? Or it's like, you would have a large... It would release, and you would have probably 60% of your player base be like, yeah, let's try it out. And you would have maybe a ten percent retention. Who that's what they played. Yeah. So which like, I would have been part of that ten percent. I. It's like I would have played that part of the game. I like the PVE stuff they have. It's like I don't or special events and shit. Okay. It's like I don't really give a shit about Overwatch. Yeah. But it's like, like PVE. It's like PVE missions and stuff like that in PVP games. I I always love when they have stuff like that because it's like, it's like that is more. For me in particular, that is more likely to draw me in to play your PvP portion of the game is if you have a good PvE section. I'll come to play that. Right. And then I'll be like, okay, let's break it up. Let's, let's, I'm already on the launcher. Let's go ahead and play some PvP. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's one of those. And it's like, it could have been a thing where, yeah, the majority of your player base is never going to touch it. But you'd also have the, the like five stack of friends or four stack of friends or whatever the fucking group sizes in that game that would like play the game maybe they're having a maybe they're on a four loss streak or something they're like you know what fuck it let's go let's go play a couple rounds pve let's go do some of that stuff and then we'll come back yeah Re- reset ourselves but that you keep them on your launcher yeah exactly otherwise otherwise they get tired of that and they're like okay well let's go let's go play some other game yeah exactly now, it, it's just completely unfortunate, like you said. Like, again, this was, this was the big hype and build-up 
for Overwatch. It was the too. only reason I gave a shit about Overwatch Two. Yeah, like this is what made was going to make Overwatch Two, Overwatch Two, and now it's just all dead. I don't know. It sucks is what it is. I, I with that with that done, I will never play Overwatch Two again. Well, I'll be very transparent. The, <laughs> the problem is, is like they talk about it and they're like. It you know balancing this as a live service game basically it's yeah. like it takes a lot of time and we really can't dedicate it. It's like put a yeah. It's like have your PvP team and then you have a PVE team. They it's like the and it's like realistically you could go copy. It's like copy characters and assets and everything. Paste over here. We'll balance this side of it. You balance that side of yeah. it. Yeah. And I will say, with this being the direction, honestly, I really do feel like it just has to do with, you know, the involvement from above that happened. Because, like, you know, let's be real. Like, we, we talked about this when Overwatch 2 became a thing. The Overwatch 2 just getting, like, I don't think that ever, like, when, I think it was his name, Jeff Kaplan maybe was his name. I think that was leading it for the longest time, who made Overwatch. I don't think he ever intended to Overwatch 2 be a thing. He intended to do similar to what Bungie wanted to do with Destiny and have Destiny 1 be the game for like 10 plus years. Destiny 2 wasn't supposed to happen. Activision Blizzard kind of forced that, and I feel like the same thing happened here, and now Activision Blizzard kind of threw out the stuff that made Overwatch 2 Overwatch 2. I don't know. It, it sucks. Yeah, but to counter to that point, let's get a Destiny 3 in here. Uh, at this point, yeah. I would like to see a Destiny 3. Just, to, just as a reset, it's like... There's two. I you can't go back to that game at this point. It's tough. Every time I you go just back, get confused. Every time I randomly like get the itch because I, look, I do legitimately get the itch to play. I really do, and I dive into the game, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is happening?" Because the problem is, it's two years since we played it, and none yeah. of the systems are the same. And we look at it, we go. The fuck are we supposed Even to added, do? Even uh, added two new classes, two new types. It's like a time-based one and uh, something else. I don't know I, what. There's the know. three that we know: the void, the yeah. solar, and the arc. And there's stasis, and there's something else. I don't know. It's one of those where it's like I would, it, I that that's a game that I enjoyed playing when I played it. But the moment you get out of it, you might as well wash your hands. You're never coming back. <laughs> true, bro. True. I want to play it, but man, there's just so much happening. <laughs> Uh, anyway, back to the break week stuff. Uh, apparently, a new boat, uh, Bioshock's in developmental hell. It's been reset like three times, and it may be reset again from what I understand, so that's unfortunate. Uh, there's also a rumor that Persona 3 Remake is set to be revealed at Xbox Showcase, which I feel like that might make sense. Xbox is the one, you know, they they snagged the big reveal, like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass and stuff, so that makes sense. Uh, and then we also had the PS5 Access Controller revealed. If you don't know what that is, definitely look into it. I think it's a really cool, innovative way to just give more people who have, like, physical disabilities the chance to do gaming. Xbox, of course, did theirs with the launch, the Series X uh, and the Series S, and now we have PlayStation 5 doing one as well. Yep. Uh, getting into more recent stuff, we did have a leak for Jumpstar's Ultimax, uh, Arena Fighter Combat System like Ninja Storm or Hinokami Chronicles. Um up around 150 characters, and CyberConnect 2 is the one who's developing this. So I actually have some faith in this game. Uh, on Animan Plus this past week, me, Zach, and, and Steve, we all chat about like our dream anime games and stuff. But the start of the show, uh, we uh, we did talk about this, Jumpstar's Ultimax. And hopefully it's going to be good. With CyberConnect doing it, I want to believe that this one will actually be good. CyberConnect has quite the history of successful games. 
Uh, next up, we did have Zach's Dragon Quest game getting its release date on uh, September 28th. Uh, I specify Zach's game because uh, for anyone that does not know over at Animan Plus, Zach beat his skull into the wall every single week watching this fucking show uh, just because I never took it off the script. And he made it through the whole show. So uh, he is going to be playing this game just for the memes. Uh, but a game that we are excited for, though, Pal World, is confirmed to be at Summer Game Fest on June 8th. So I'm looking forward to seeing an update on that. Uh, Embracer Group CEO, he has current, he has no comments every time he's asked about it. He just laughs and he says, oh, this is my favorite question. No comments. About the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake that's been talked about to be in complete developmental hell as well. Uh, he says that it's still in development. Even uh, Embracer claimed it's still in development, even though it's going through absolute hell at the time. At this point, that's one of those ones that Sony revealed, you know, like a year and a half ago, that I'm convinced doesn't fucking exist. I'm convinced this game is not real. Like, I'm up front. It's, it's, it's one of those ones where, like I've said before, and we were talking about earlier in the show, just stop fucking telling us you're yep. making the game. Which, I, I, it's like, I know that you probably are legally required to by, or like, you're maybe not legally, but you're bound to, or it's like you have to tell us because the people giving you money want the money back yep and they know they're like okay well we have to tell them something exciting so that they continue to give us money yep it's like yeah but remember the time when you would announce a game and then the game would come out at the end of the year let's get back to that Let, at least get close to that yeah stop announcing a game before you fucking start working on it another example of that is the next thing on our wrap up here fucking prince of persia apparently it got prime ford yeah, it's like people just—they really need to stop. Yeah. It's like, it's like they—they've made games before without telling us about it four to four to five years before the game comes out. Yep, you can still do it. Yeah, Sands of Time, um, the remake—you know, as we know, it got delayed. Pre-orders were canceled. It then got moved over to Ubisoft Montreal. Uh, who is the team that made the original Prince of Persia games. Uh, so that's it's in good hands, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, the, with the game status now, they are back to square one. That was what they confirmed recently. They are, so the game did, in fact, get Prime Ford. Um, and they also did confirm, and I would imagine they went ahead and confirmed this because of the shit show it's been to get this game going. They did confirm there will be no more remakes of Prince of Persia after this. It's like, we're doing this, and that's it. So I'm just like... Two Thrones kind of sucked, but when the second game, Warrior Within, Warrior Within was so fucking good. So that's kind of disappointing. But Sands of Time was the best one, so I guess it's fine. Uh, but yeah, that was just unfortunate. This game, uh, I saw so many comments of people saying, I'm convinced this game's not real, <laughs> which I had fair enough. Um, next thing we got is two new Rune Factory games was announced, Rune Factory 6 and Rune Factory Project Dragon. Project Dragon actually got a trailer. Rune Factory 6 just got its title card. Uh, and then this I thought was pretty funny. Because uh, we talked about this when this ad added to Steam, like apparently like a month ago or so, and apparently even now with this happening, it's still legal for them to be on Steam. Uh, Emulator Dolphin has been removed from Steam after a DMCA takedown from Nintendo. But the conversation I still continue to see online is what they were doing putting on Steam is still legal emulation. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which I thought this was interesting. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the same. Same stuff where it's like they can't come. It's like they're coming after the emulation group or the people behind. Actually, they they may not even be coming after them. They're going to Steam, yeah, straight and basically to Steam. and 
saying take it down and steam's go and steam's reaction will always be we don't want any trouble basically steam just exists man valve is just over there doing their yeah, thing yeah steam anytime i mean pretty much anytime somebody comes after a group and it comes to steam and goes uh we are about to have problems steam goes not with us <laughs> basically <laughs> cuz yeah it was taken down immediately uh, and it is postponed indefinitely if that's going to even come to Steam. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Uh, the last thing that we have here we is... We got Game of the Year. Yeah, Game of the Year, baby. The game no one asked for. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum absolutely bombed with a 38 on Metacritic. And, bro, I saw the side-by-side shots of when the game was announced and the the final product, and it's two different fucking have games. Have you watched any of the gameplay on it? No, what it's I want... It's ass. I, I want to get this you, game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a chore simulator. I really want to get this game. I really do, man. I kind of want to do like some sort of YouTube series of just playing really terrible new releases, and this is one that I would start with. I don't know. I, w- I watched a little bit on it, and I'm like, this game sucks. Bro, it, <laughs> it just looks so bad in side-by-shots compared. Like, what happened to the original game is what I want to know. And what's funny is, like, the developers put out, like, their trademark apology. You know, that's the sixth apology we've had this year. And uh, they're just like, we're going to continue to work on, you know, patches and improvements of the game. And people just like, bro, you can't improve up a, a steaming pile of shit. The gameplay itself is bad. The game is bad. Like, it's not just that it looks bad or it's performing bad. The game is bad. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that game just looks like a shit show. We got Josh coming in here. A uh, bit late to the announced too early party, whatever happened to that Star Wars Knights of the Republic. It was announced back in 2021, then Radio Silence. That's what we were just chatting about. Um, so with that one, it's basically in full developmental hell. Um, Embracer CEO, he, he, he recently got asked about it, and he laughed. He's like, oh, it's my favorite question. No comment. And uh, they claim it's still in development. They claim it's still going, but that is definitely in developmental hell. It's been passed yeah, off yeah. directors and dev teams a couple times now. You, you got to claim it's still in development until you either can it or release it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of like um, that pirate game that uh, Ubisoft's doing. What is it again? I don't remember. What is it called? I've never known what it's called. God, what is it called? The one that's been delayed yeah, like 60 of, million piece times. Of shit. Yeah, it is. It is a piece of shit. Um, Something Bones? I'm drawing the biggest blank right now. What is that game called? We joke about it all the time, and I can't remember what it's called now. Skull and Bones. I go. wasn't close. <laughs> Skull and Bones. It was Prime Ford. No, yeah, uh, that, that that remake was basically Prime Ford. Sands of Time remake was Prime Ford. Bioshock's been Prime Ford three times. Uh, it's been It's been a struggling time for some of these games. If it happens to Prime 4 again, you can't call it Prime Ford anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick a new game. I know. I gotta, I gotta pick a new game. I mean, it just keeps happening at this point. So I, I have to come up with another way to talk about it. I just like still calling it Prime Ford because at the time when that happened, that's still like not something that happens often. And the fact that like when this happens, no one else really makes a big deal about it. It's just like in a general press release, you know, like I feel like it's one of those things where Nintendo made it a big deal. It's like, it doesn't happen very often, but then like Nintendo made a point of it because one, this this shit doesn't happen in Nintendo. No, no, it is not. And it's, (laughs) it's, it's one of those where it's like, I feel like other developers were like, 
holy shit, you can do that? <laughs> you can restart a game? <laughs> it doesn't have to just sit here for six years? Oh, I will still always question what that original Prime 4 was that Bondi Namco was working on. But we'll never know. Uh, anyway, I think we're going to wrap up the show now. I mean, we're literally about to hit the two-hour live mark, so it's like an hour 50 uh, doing the show. So I'm going to hit the music, and we're going to get out of here. Last thoughts? Uh, if you made it to the end, thank you very much. Uh, and if you if you like the show, we do these every Saturday, roughly, at about uh, was it 6 p.m. Central Time. Yep. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Give or take a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, uh, come check us out live. And then also make sure to check us out our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We'd appreciate that extra support, as well as the extra support from buying some Rogue Energy with our referral link down below or heading over to Agent Inc. and picking up one of the best jerseys on the website, also using the referral link down below. Join the Discord. Come chat with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. We should. Hopefully, Zach will be here, too. Until next time, guys. Bye.